Oh, good morning. Welcome to the Church of Jesus Christ here in Mesa, Arizona. Um, for those of you who are here today and those of you joining us virtually, it's wonderful to be here. Um, happy belated Thanksgiving, and it was a very different week, I think, for many of us um, from what we're accustomed to on a uh, Thanksgiving morning and Thanksgiving afternoon. But regardless, God and his spirit is the same. And as we've all seen many changes this year, the way that he works in our lives uh, has never changed. The love that he has for us hasn't changed. And for me personally, I think I understand how much more he works in my life over these past nine months. Um, I understand that he works in so many greater ways than I, have, I ever let him work in my life. And I want to praise God today for that. And as we continue to go through this series, um, I'm very excited as we continue this because I hope that you caught it last week, um, what Brother Anthony stated. And this isn't a step-by-step. -step. If you finish A, then you can go to B. Once you finish B, you go to C. This is something that we're doing every day in our lives. And some of us do this more readily um, for some of these steps than others. You know, I've met people who we talk about release and letting go of sin and letting go of hurt decades of hurt in their lives that they can't let go. And you see, letting Jesus Christ's righteousness in our lives be more manifest, we can't hold on to those. And that holds us back from our relationship with him. And sometimes, you know, we begin to rearrange our lives and we start to make ourselves avoid sin and avoid conflict. And we start to do these things well before we repent. So it's not a step-by-step -step process today. And as we go through this, I hope we view it as a journey, that we might find these different things that every single day, each one of us can work on these. We reflect, as Brother Pete pointed out when we first started this, you know, we need to have this introspection into our lives that we're real with ourselves. And sometimes it's difficult to be there. You know, we were watching the TV show last night, and it, you can tell there was this lie in this character's life that he wanted to tell himself to make everyone around him more comfortable. And he wanted to believe this lie in his life. So he was looking at himself in that mirror and seeing someone completely different. And that's the challenge that we have is, you know, sometimes honesty is difficult with ourselves, but it brings us so much closer to Jesus Christ. There are so many of these that there are sometimes I know I work on and it seems like I, they come very easily. And there are other times that same one, rearranging or repenting, is very difficult. And I want us to understand that we're all in this together. We all struggle with the same things. And another component of this is why God established his church that not only do we have Jesus Christ, but we have our brothers and sisters this morning, that we can pray for one another, that we can fast for one another, that we can lift up one another. And I was thinking about you know, some of these topics this morning, and one of the things that came to my mind was you know, when my wife and I were struggling in our marriage a number of years ago, and I've shared this testimony to you, and it was very difficult and I was working a lot, and I was gone, you know, 90 to 100 hours a week um, in the hospital. 
And my wife felt very alone, and our relationship struggled with two little kids. And I'll never forget, we came to a camp out. It was one of the few weekends that we had off. And one of the sisters came up to us as we were standing there, and she said, we have a prayer list in our branch, and I want you to know that we pray for you and your wife every day. They didn't know what we were going through. We hadn't openly shared this with anyone. But because the Spirit of God prompted them, they continued to lift up our family. So as we go through these R's of righteousness, let us look to one another as well. Your brother Austin pointed out a couple of weeks ago that we need to find people with a clear vision for what God wants in our lives. And that should be the people of God this morning. That we should have brothers and sisters surrounding us who love us and have a clear vision for what Jesus Christ wants in our lives. So again, I'm excited for uh, these lessons. I'm excited for these topics because my desire is that not only I am closer to Jesus Christ, but all of you, that you might have Christ's righteousness in your lives, shining for other people to see. May God bless you today. I'm going to have Brother Austin come up. We'll open in prayer. And uh, Brother Tim is going to lead us in our message. May God bless you. Why don't we all rise? Let's just look to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you this morning. We are certainly thankful for <clears throat> even the, the recap that Brother AJ just took us through, Lord, as we remember uh, the, the many weeks that we've been going through these topics, Father, and yet, uh, even as has been said, Lord, we know that our life is a journey with you. We thank you for that journey, and we praise you today. We praise you for Jesus Christ, our Savior, who is the righteousness, um, Lord, that we want in our lives. It's, it's what we desire, and it's uh, why we take these t this time, Lord, that we might learn of your ways. Lord, we just ask that you might be with us throughout this day, Lord, that your spirit would accompany all that is said and done. We pray that you would be with Brother Tim as he leads us in the next hour of righteousness, Father, Lord, that we might... Marvel at uh, your greatness, Father, as it's revealed through your word, through the scriptures. Lord, we thank you for the scriptures today, and we pray that uh, they might sink, sink deep into our hearts, Father. And Lord, as we uh, are assembled here today, we pray that your spirit uh, would be with those that are gathering even with us virtually, Lord, that you would uh, accompany even their, them in their homes today, that you would uh, fill every need that is there, Father. Lord, whether it's uh, affliction or whether it's loss or whether it's pain or suffering or whatever it is, Lord, we just ask that you might uh, attend to each one because we know that you are mighty. And so, Father, be with us now as our prayer in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning, brothers and sisters. Good to see you all. And uh, uh, I, I am... Uh, Looking forward to today very much, and um, I will share that, uh, you know, uh, Brother AJ asked us to take the different topics, and, and uh, so I volunteered to take this topic, and, and for some time I was struggling a little bit, but uh, I really feel like the Lord started to open up his word to me, and my prayer is that um, the message that I got that applies to me will hopefully be something that we can all relate to and gain something from and maybe get just a little bit uncomfortable in terms of what we've been doing because I believe God has so much more for us. 
And as, as maybe we get challenged as to what we've been doing versus what we could be doing, I'm hoping that we realize that this is a positive thing, that uh, the, the things that the Lord has for us in the scripture are all for our benefit, ultimately. We don't always see it that way. It's not our flesh. But as I move forward, you'll see what I'm talking about. And um, our brother AJ did a good job kind of, oh, let's see, yeah, uh, just going over the, what we've been talking about. So I'm going to move on to the topic for today, which is renew. And um, renew has to do with the fact that um, we, uh, in, in this life, we get tired out, we get burned out. You know, our day-to-day our -day week, we're busy, we've got a lot of demands, and these things all take a lot out of us uh, emotionally and spiritually and physically. And um, let me get, make sure this thing's working here, what's going on. Oh, and it's, all right. Um, so uh, what I learned as I was studying is that, that it's important for us to just stop and take time uh, and start to focus on our relationship with the Lord. That's weird. Okay. And, uh, and it's not, we of ourselves are not capable of, of getting the renewal. It's, we have to depend upon the Lord. And this is something that, as I, as I really dug into it, just like um, any, the strength that we have is not of ourselves. Uh, the renewal that we have is not of ourselves. That I, I, I spoke a few weeks ago about safety and that, you know, we can't be safe on our own. It's, it's what the Lord gives us, how he intervenes in our life that makes the difference. And this, this is a key point as we look at renewal is that we cannot do it on our own. And there's a lot of renewals that the world would offer uh, you know, in terms of vacation and things like that, it's not the same as having the Lord do his re renewal. So we, we get renewed strength for the Lord so we can enjoy his righteousness and we can share it with others. And a uh, key verse, uh, he gives power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fail. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And what I want to point out here, this phrase, wait upon the Lord, is not a passive waiting. The Lord is not about us just sitting around and saying, bless me. And, and that's something that we have to be careful we don't fall into, where we get into a, a, a mindset that we're just going to, beg of the Lord, give me this and give me that. He is not a, a genie in a bottle. You know, there is a relationship going on, and he wants to grow us. And this waiting upon the Lord is that he wants us to grow in our relationship with him so that uh, he can use us to, to bless others and, and to be blessed. And so just looking at a kind of a spiritual bent on a definition of renew, uh, make new, restore freshness to life, make spiritually new. There's also a physical renewal. When we, are, uh, when we abuse our bodies, uh, we need to rest. We need to recover in that sense. Uh, you know, the Lord expects us to take care of ourselves. He expects us to use good wisdom. And another, uh, a renovation, a change for the better, renew, is something that brings something out. And uh, it's a gradual conforming of the man more and more to the new spiritual world into which we've been introduced. It's getting our, ourselves to move from the natural to the spiritual. And then, I, I, as I was looking at this, 
uh, it occurred to me that we need to be aware, we have, need to have an awareness that there's an opposite to renew that we can tend to fall into, which is regress. And, um, you know, it's a moving backwards. When we think about regressing, it's falling back into that weakened state uh, with wear, damage, depressed, discouraged, disheartened, troubled. All these things are things that would, would bring us back. Uh, there's a physical depletion that goes re with regressing. When we become exhausted, and uh, it's, it re represents the deterioration, some kind of a change for worse. Uh, the gradual conforming of the man more and more back to that old natural world from which he came. And um, this is something that, that we need to be aware of. Um, and, and you know, I, I throw out the question, you know, why is it important to renew? And um, there is this, there's no such thing as being static. When we look at the scripture, it tells us that either, you know, we have choices every day that we make that either move us towards renewal or they move us towards regression. And we are just constantly bombarded with this, and it's, that's part of the reason it's important for us to be in the Word of God, to be um, around, the, you know, as our brother A.J. pointed out, to be around people that are supporting us moving towards that renewal direction. The other part of it is, you know, we are fighting a spiritual battle. It's not just about our own uh, wit. We are fighting uh, an enemy uh, that is smarter than we are. Satan is throwing things in our way, in our path, to, to bring us down on a constant basis. And that's part of the reason why we can't, we can't have a victory on our own. We need the Lord's strength and the Lord's help to get that renewal because Satan is, he's there bombarding us every day. And, um, you know, this, the Book of Mormon does a beautiful job just kind of explaining to us there's an opposition in all things, even the forbidden fruit in opposition to the tree of life, the one sweet and the other bitter. It teaches us an angel of God had fallen from heaven. He became a devil, having sought that which was evil before God. And because he had fallen from heaven and had become miserable forever, he sought also the misery of all mankind. So we have a force out there that is trying to get us to regress, that is throwing things naturally in our life and spiritually throwing untruths and, and putting us in temptations that all draw us away from God. And um, just, um, you know, I, I hear people say sometimes, you know, well, I'm satisfied with, with my relationship with God. Don't talk to me about your church. Don't, you know, and even um, there's a human tendency to, to think, well, I'm satisfied with where I'm at. I'm, I'm, I'm not comfortable with change, I don't. I'm not looking for more. And um, there's a very powerful scripture here in uh, that says, "Woe be unto him that shall say, We have received the word of God and need no more of the word of God, for we have enough." And and we hear that a lot in people. I'm comfortable with with my religion. You know, this is what works for me. You know, people kind of define their own idea of their relationship with God. We see that in the world today very much. That it's almost like, well, don't. Don't come to me and tell me you have the truth because I have my truth. You know, that is, it's a scary place where we're at, but that's what Satan is promoting is for people to kind of have this attitude like, well, whatever works for you. And you come up with your own philosophy, come up with your own beliefs and be satisfied with that. And this, this scripture is telling us, you know, for you to say that I don't need any more of the word of God, that's a very dangerous place to be. 
For behold, thus saith the Lord God, I will give unto the children of men line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little, and blessed are those who hearken unto my precepts and lend an ear unto my counsel, for they shall learn wisdom. For unto him that receiveth I will give more, and from them that say we have enough, from them shall be taken away even that which they have. You know, and, and our, our brother A.J. talked about it's a journey, you know, this whole thing of the hours of righteousness. And, and I want to emphasize here that when we come to know the Lord and say, I accept Christ, and I become baptized, and I take upon me his name, that is just a starting point. That is not the end all. That is just, we need to be constantly seeking more of the, of the word of God. And, and, I, and I become, um, you, you know, I, I see people that are struggling spiritually, and, and the Lord has so much more for them, but very often when you, when you really look and you, and you ask them, are you reading the word of God? Are you attending classes that are available? Now there's classes on Zoom meetings for other branches. Honestly, I, we go to several a week, and we're blessed. There's a lot of insights. There's a lot that we can expose ourselves to bring us to a higher place. And, and, and you know, for all of us, if we're not doing that and we find ourselves down and out, the Lord is offering all these opportunities for us to get more of the Word of God in our life, to hear more testimonies, um, you know, we have our, our testimony meeting on, on Wednesday night, which was a beautiful meeting, but when I looked at how many screens there were, there's just, there weren't, compared to the number of people in our branch, if you're not there on Wednesday night, you're missing out. We heard, we hear how the Lord is working in people's lives. It reinforces our faith. The Lord is offering so many things for us to be lifted up and renewed, and, and when we say, well, I'm, I'm good where I'm at, I don't need a class. I don't need to go to testimony. Who are we hurting there? You know, we got that enemy that's putting these thoughts in our heads. You don't need that. That's not from God. I'm sorry. That's not. And, and we need to really put ourselves in a place where the Lord can feed us, this, this whole renewal thing. So uh, as I studied the scripture, something hit me, and I, this may be a little different direction than, it's, it is a different direction than I thought I was going, but as I studied it, it became very um, interesting to me that God set the example in the very beginning of Genesis of this idea of rest and renewal. So um, if we go into the second chapter of Genesis, it tells us on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made and rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. Okay, so we are talking about the God of the universe here. Omnipotent, all-powerful. Do you really think that God, um, after six days of turning chaos into order, said, I am just beat, I am just tired, i got to stop. I don't think so. I think that he set an example, just like Christ did when he got baptized, that God said, this is really, really important. You need to take the seventh day, and you need to stop, and you need, and I'm establishing it as a pattern that is mirrored not only um, in how we live our lives, but even 
with the seventh day of rest that we talk about, that there's seven dispensations of time, that this, this is something, it's a recurring theme that goes throughout the scripture, that God set up this precedent that we are wired to need rest. This is something that as humans, we need to observe it, and God did not impose a commandment about it as a punishment, he, he is giving us an opportunity to be refreshed. It's a blessing. You know, I call it the blessing of the Sabbath. So um, as we uh, look in the, uh, the Hebrew at uh, Sabbath, Shabbat, it, the meaning is stop working. And the, the rest, uh, however you pronounce that, is dwell or settle, restfully present is the definition of that. Um, so um, if when I look in uh, Exodus, when he gave the Ten Commandments, uh, six days thou shalt work, but on the seventh day thou shalt rest. In earing time and in harvest thou shalt rest. That's one way that he phrased it. And this earing time is plowing. So what God was saying here is that for a farmer, the busiest times of the year are when he is planting his crops and when he's harvesting. And the Lord made a point of saying, that's not an excuse. Now this one, like, like I said, I have to take this to heart, we all do, is that for us to say, oh, I'm too busy to take time out to worship. The Lord is saying here, uh-uh, no excuse. And you know what? I hear so many experiences, you know, another um, way that in the, the um, 20th 8, it says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. That's one of the Ten Commandments. Okay, when Christ said, if you love me, you keep my commandments. I'm just going to throw that out there, and we're going to go back to this. But how many experiences have I heard where people say, um, I was studying for a class during the week, and I knew that I had a test on Monday, but I set the Sunday apart as the Lord's day. I've heard this from numerous people. And when that happened, somehow mysteriously, when that test came, the Lord made a way one way or another. I mean, I've heard this over and over again from many people. And the same thing even with people's employment. When we put the Lord first, we are giving him an opportunity to bless us. And when we remember the Sabbath, when we don't remember the Sabbath, we're taking matters into our own hand and saying, Lord, you can't control this. It, it really is a, a mockery to him that he is not going to bless our lives. So this is, this is an opportunity. When we put him first and we say, I'm not going to put other things ahead of you for him to bless us. Um, so this, remembering the, the Lord's day, which, you know, the Sabbath, of course, when Christ resurrected, we, we, we reference the Lord's day, the Sunday. So I, I'm not going to go into a whole debate about that, but that's, that's what I'm referring to when I talk about the Sabbath here. That day set apart for the Lord. That's what we're talking about here with the Sabbath. It's an opportunity to renew spiritually and demonstrate our love for God and, and our reverence for him. And we're missing out when we don't do that. So, so how should we keep it holy today? So um, we talk about the Sabbath rest. Uh, we have to rest to, to stop working and truly rest in God's presence. We need to just put everything aside. And, and even as we are gathered here today, this is a time for us to just focus on God's presence and, and just put all those other things aside. It's, you know how healthy it is for us right now to be here and to be focusing on God's power and goodness and love and all these things instead of what are my bills 
you know, boy, my car needs work, the house is dirty, whatever other things. God is just saying that is not as important as just taking time out to just focus on, on my goodness and be in my presence. And um, we'll talk about a little bit more of that. Making him first priority in our individual lives. Regularly, intentionally focusing on the things of God and actively worshiping him. Now, when we talk about... Um, Waiting on the Lord in that verse that I gave uh, at the beginning about how rising up on wings of eagles. This is actively waiting on the Lord, putting him first, you know, uh, worshiping him. And, you know, when we put God first, you know, I, I know I, I heard a, a sister just the other day say that, you know, she found, found herself not having time and she wasn't reading the word of God. And she decided I'm putting reading the word of God first. And she said, somehow I find myself with more time. When I do that, and and in our lives, when we take the time out to ob observe the, the the Lord's day, He will bless our lives in other ways to make up for it. I, I personally experience that, and I can I know that there are so many other. Uh, also, when we do this together, uh, we experience God's presence and manifestations in our church, and the blessings spill out and attract others. You know, we we were blessed a um, uh, couple weeks ago where we had a sister uh, had the gift of tongues and another sister had the interpretation. You know, this is, this is how when we get together, the Lord's Spirit is even, has a greater opportunity to manifest itself. And there's many other gifts that we witness from time to time. And we're, uh, when we uh, renew, we're spiritually energized and we're actively building God's kingdom on earth and fulfilling his plan. We get the energy that we need. Uh, from this renewal process to do God, the Lord's will. Uh, and it's, it really is more than a command. It's an invitation to experience God's renewal. This, these commandments that he gave, they're all for our benefit. You know, they are all for our benefit. And that's what we need to remember, that, that uh, when we find ourselves allowing Satan to put thoughts in our head that would say, you don't have time for church or you're using the Lord's day for something other than building ourselves up, Spiritually, we're going the other direction. So, um, you know, just looking at, at some of the things that, that involve renewal is prayer and fasting. You know, and there's prayer. You can't be fasting all the time. We wouldn't live. But there's prayer, obviously, to, to have that one-on-one -on -one relationship with God. And then there are times when fasting takes it to the next level. You know, as, as Emeril would say, kick it up a notch. You know, that, that reminder, that little bit of hunger... That reminds us, hey, I'm praying today. You know, I'm setting something aside, and sometimes it, it may not even be food. You know, it may be that there's some other pleasure that you say, you know, I need to eat right now because of the energy that I need, but I'm going to set aside. You know, I, I heard a brother say, I'm not watching TV for a month because that, that form of entertainment, it takes me away from the Lord, and I want to show him that I am serious, and I'm going to have prayer for this period. You know, whatever it is. You know, ask the Lord, and he can direct us as to ways to um, be drawn closer to him in our prayer life and, and, our, and our focus. Uh, praise and song. How many times have we been blessed, you know, singing hymns to the Lord? I, you know, that there's something, the, the music is a gift from God, the way that it touches our soul. And when we're singing words that, in, that somehow the Lord blesses people with songs that the words are magnified by the music, it's a wonderful thing. And when we hear each other, it's such a gift. Praise and testimony. 
How many times is our faith reinforced when we hear um, how God is working in the lives of others? And how much joy do we share because we love one another when we hear how God has blessed somebody and it spills over to us? Uh, studying God's word, hearing God's word. You know, it, it says uh, faith comes by hearing. Uh, and, and we need to expose ourselves to these things. Uh, godly fellowship. So, you know, we, we use the term fellowship, you know, visiting, but godly fellowship is an intentional uh, visiting where we are sharing the love of God, we're sharing what God has done in our life. We are truly seeking to um, enhance one another spiritually. And, you know, and this is something that doesn't just happen between the saints. You know, the Lord has given us the Spirit of God that when we go out and we visit with friends, I like to pray, Lord, give me an opportunity, you know, to, to share. I know I had a, a business interaction the other day at, uh, where I was, um, and I just said, Lord, even as we go into this, this negotiation, let me have an opportunity to just give you praise. And I, and I actually shared during the, uh, you know, things went really well, I, thank God. And I actually shared with the, the uh, parties that I was negotiating with, I said, you know, I prayed that the Lord would uh, send us people that would be good for this. And I feel like you are an answer to prayer. And I figure, you know what, if, whether they believe or not, it, it shows a, 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 my belief and it shows a respect for them and a care for them that I feel like they were an answer to prayer. How can that hurt, right? And maybe I'll have more opportunities, if, you know, in, in some way, if, if that opens up a door. But the more that we allow, uh, you know, if we look at our fellowship, not just in with uh, among each other, but outside as opportunities to open doors, God will, will bless those, those things and, and we can get renewed even if we go into life, you know, with our workplace. And I hear many talk about their workplace interactions as opportunities to um, be examples of Christ, Right? Isn't that what we want? Is we want to constantly be that example that when people are seeking um, support, that they would say, "Well, I know that they're they're a believer, and they, I see the love of God. I see the way they act." We want to be those people that there's that the Lord truly manifests Himself through uh, loving acts of kindness. You know that uh, you know we're familiar with the scripture in Matthew 25. Verily I say unto you. Inasmuch as ye have done it unto the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. When we do kind acts and we do it as unto the Lord, you know, that we realize that when we're doing it for somebody. I, I think also of the example of Christ who was criticized for healing on the Sabbath. And I think that that's an example of um, how um, the Sabbath is, was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. If we feel to do an act of kindness that is work as unto the Lord on a Sunday, I believe that he honors that, just like Christ, he honored it for Christ, that we have every freedom to do something, you know, to visit the sick, to uh, prepare food for somebody that's in need, or to do any kind of act that we do it and we say, I'm doing this out of the love of God, for his purpose, I think we should feel completely free that it's not inappropriate on a Sunday to do that kind of thing. Um, and, and the Lord will bless it. You know, I've experienced it in my life uh, that, that um, this is an opportunity. 
we're not in church all day on Sunday, okay? And you may say, well, our service is an hour and a half. It's not about checking a box. Okay, I watched it on Zoom for an hour and a half. My Sunday was observed. That's not what the Lord is looking for. He's looking for us to have our hearts focused on him for a day. That's what he's really looking at. And, you know, for me, it starts on Saturday night just because I want to get, I want to go to bed. I want to go to sleep with my mind thinking about preparing for a day to worship the Lord. And, and I think that that, you know, that, that's consistent with what God taught um, even uh, the Israelites that, that he wants to have this dedicated time and not just checking a box. He wants our heart to be in our worship. It's not about going through the motions and saying, I showed up. You know, it, it, we're missing out. We're cheating ourselves. God's intention is to bless us and renew us and uplift us. But we have to do our part to prepare for that and to be in a place where he can do it. And, and to really be focused on, you know what? I want to be ready to be a blessing to others, you know, to come to the service and say, Lord, how can I share a testimony? How can I be an encouragement? And, and going into the day, it's, it's, it's not just the service. It's all day. Lord, help me to be a blessing today in some way that, that you know, that I might observe this, this, this rest, this day of rest, the Lord's day, by really focusing on, on um, being something, an instrument in your hands. Uh, we look at the ordinances, you know, baptism is a perfect or, uh, ordinance about renewal. You know, we are taking this life that's been corrupted and we're renewing it into a life for the Lord. Uh, laying hands for the bestowal of the Holy Ghost. You know, putting us back in a place where the Lord can be in our lives with his spirit indwelling within us. Communion, that absolutely, you know, we talked about all those R's. It's a time for reflection, repentance release, uh, all those kinds of things to, that we might be renewed and that the Spirit of God may be stirred up within us. Anointing with oil is, you know, a renewal physically for those that are sick and, and afflicted. Feet washing, it's an opportunity to renew relationships, to, to experience more of the love of God. Um, all of the ordinances, everything God set up was, was set up that we might have this renewal. All right, let's see here. Uh, and, you know, Christ also had examples in his life of renewal when he would take time. Um, there, there are several instances where, he, where we read about Christ taking time to just stop and, and go off and pray. And, you know, and, and, I, and I don't, my sermon is not only about the Sabbath, but what I just saw so strong as I, re, I read the scriptures is that it, um, God really, really wants us to set this aside. And, and this is a commandment that we've kind of forgotten about. Honestly, we don't, when we talk about observing the commandments, uh, and I, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I've fallen into it somewhat myself. When I, for, for many of the younger people, this might be a shock. But when I was growing up, it was a really big deal when they said gas stations are going to open up on Sunday. I don't know if you remember, if you're old enough to remember that. But, you know, we're laughing. But there was a time when our nation respected the Lord's Day on Sunday, where they said, you can't even open up. Because when we, you know, and, and we don't talk about our Christian heritage in this nation, but the basis of our nation was the Lord is number one. And we have gotten so far away from that now, we have completely 
set that aside. But when I was growing up, that was a really big deal, that, that Sunday was the Lord's Day. And um, Christ here, uh, you know, it says here that he took time to depart into a solitary place. You know, he went out and he set himself aside to pray. He, he saw that as important, uh, that he might renew himself. Um, and he went into the wilderness and prayed. And, and you know, this makes me think of, um, for those of us that, that like to hike or get out into nature, you know, we are so hemmed in by uh, man's touch on the environment. Um, but uh, the, uh, God's creation is so much more beautiful, and there's something about connecting with nature that uh, I think most of us can relate to, that it, it stirs up something. It stirs up an appreciation of God's brilliance and his beauty. And, um, you know, even we've lost the stars at night, you know, because the lights are so bright in the city. And uh, when I can remember, some, you know, many occasions when you get out into a place where it's really dark and you look up and you see a million stars in the sky and you think about how far they are and how vast the universe is, it just puts us in a place of appreciating that God thinks of me in this vast universe, that we are important to him. Um, and um, see, again, Christ went and, and prayed all night in the mountain. So um, uh, as, we, as we wrap up here, um, you know, when we renew, we have the spirit of and power of God present in our life, and we're able to live in the righteousness of Christ. That's what it takes. It's the righteousness of Christ. We talked about that. But we need that renewal. We need to get back to that place. Uh, we're continually growing in the love of God, which is also a blessing to the world as we share it with others. That's all part of that renewal. We're able to maintain a balance of life in which our routine labors and the things of this world, because let's face it, we're in the world. We have to deal with these things. Uh, but we can have that a hen, a healthy balance where they don't get in the way and we can, we can um, live it day by day. And we're blessed with physical, emotional, and spiritual energy that gives us strength to face the challenges of life. So we thank God that he established this opportunity for us to renew. And my prayer is that uh, you will take what, uh, this message seriously and realize that God has so much more for us if we do take that time to set aside time for him and put him first and not just look as Sunday as a day for me to check the box. I went to church and now I'm going to spend, spend the rest of the day entertaining myself with something that has nothing to do with him or working on the house or doing something. Uh, you know, and even visiting with people, if you do it with the spirit of I'm going to have godly fellowship or I'm going to teach my family about the Lord, or we're going to spend some time in a way that, that God would find pleasing to enhance our relationship, any of those things. It's a broad category of ways that we can honor the Sabbath. It's not just about going to church. And we need it for that renewal. So may God bless you as you um, seek to draw closer to him and enjoy more of the blessings that he intends for all of us. Good morning. So good to hear uh, 
the Word of God preached today. I, I really enjoyed uh, Brother Tim and, um, and, and where the Spirit of the Lord took him with this topic. Um, I, I didn't think you were going to be going to the Sabbath, Tim, or, or to the Lord's Day, but I love it. I love it. I have a quick funny story, and then I'm going to try to wrap up with a, uh, a summary. I was a young boy. Uh, I don't, I'm not as old as Tim, so I don't remember gas stations ever being closed on a Sunday, but that's okay. Um, I do remember grocery stores, things like that. So I was a young boy, probably around uh, 12 or 13, 11, 10, 12, something like that. And we had this wonderful opportunity to go on vacation. My mom and dad, uh, uh, myself and my younger brother, there was just the two of us. Uh, my other two brothers I either weren't born yet or something. And we went to Florida with one of our apostles and his wife. And when you're a young boy and you're growing up, this, this apostle was a giant to me. <laughs> and so we were traveling on a Sunday to go. We had already gone to church in the morning. And now we're going to head to church for the evening. And he didn't tell us that the church was in Miami. And then we were going to go all the way up to Fort Pierce, which was a long drive. And we were hungry. And it was a Sunday. And so we stopped for gas. And my dad said, um, go ask the brother and his wife if they want a snack. I had ice cream in my mind, but we, we needed something, right? My, my brother and I. So my brother and I go run over to the car, and he rolls the window down and says, uh, Brother, uh, do you want a snack? My brother and I are going to get a snack, an ice cream sandwich, something. He goes, oh, yes. And he goes to put his hand in his pocket for the money. And his wife says, honey, we don't do that. It's Sunday. And so he remembered, and he said, oh, I'm so sorry. You boys go ahead and go. So we went and got our ice cream. We went back to the car, and my father said, did you get the brother and his wife an ice cream or something? And I said, oh, no, Dad. He said, his wife said, today's Sunday, and we shouldn't be doing that. Well, my dad was in shock, right? You know, here he is in front of an apostle, and, and you know, indirectly he was being reprimanded. Well, it was a good lesson. As a young boy, I admired their commitment. And so to wrap up today, I'm going to give you three C's. I don't know if you remember, but we went over this topic. I had three C's on renewal. Number one is commitment. We need to be committed. If we're going to be renewed to the Lord, we need to stay committed to him every day, including the Lord's day. I love it. You know, I work very hard. So does my wife. And thank God we have a day that we're committed not only to the Lord, but to our family and to each other. Isn't that also what the Lord's Day is about? I grew up that way. It was committed to each other that you love. It was committed to your family that you loved. And it was certainly committed to the family of God. How, what a joy to open up my storehouse and my house in the Gennetti household. And to cook with love. It's my love language if you know me. I love it. Some get intimidated by it. And I say, don't do that. It's just my way of showing love to you. You know how much fellowship there was with Jesus around the table of the Lord? Beautiful blessings and, and, and eating and drinking and having a wonderful spiritual time. 
That's how we renew, brothers and sisters. Number two is a cleansing. There's the second seed. Think about on a Sunday. Think about the spiritual cleansing that we receive. When we cast off our labors, we forget about the things of this world, and we're cleansed and renewed for the, for the following week. Praise the Lord. Amen. We take a shower and a cleansing and a bath for our natural bodies daily. We should. Well, we need a spiritual. And you know, God could be, he's a jealous God. He could have said, I want six days for me and one for you. He knew in his, perfect, in his perfectness, he knew we had to labor. He knew we had to take care of our families, our, ourselves, our children. Give me one day, the Lord says. Can we do that? Can we be committed to be cleansed? And then the last thing is celebration. I know me when I'm being renewed in the spirit. I'm celebrating with God's people. I don't think we do that enough. We don't do it enough. Celebrating the victories. I grabbed Emmett this morning. I said, oh, what a victory in Jesus for Sister Sylvia, who, for you that uh, are virtual today, we just lost a pillar in our, in our church here locally. She went on to be with the Lord. What a victory. What a celebration, brothers and sisters. We should be celebrating with the family that another saint of God has made it to the throne of God and received the grace and redeeming love of Jesus. Amen? Amen. And so this is what renewal is all about. That our you know, brothers and sisters, I want to call this out as a wrap-up. You know what renews us? It's God's love. When I sit and I think, and maybe I'm so distracted from all the cares of life and all the, the, the dirt and the filth that, that sin and this world gives us, when I think that God loves me and you, and he loves us unconditionally, brothers and sisters, you tell me that doesn't renew you. It gives you strength. When I feel loved, I feel strong, brothers and sisters and friends this morning. When I feel loved, I feel I could take on any enemy. When I feel loved, a love that I can't even express or explain, I feel that I have a victory. And so this morning, I love Brother Tim's message. There isn't much that we could do for the Lord other than be committed to him. That's, that's, that's what this is calling out. And, and he knows what's best for us. And he wants to take care of us. He wants us to be strong and to be healthy. And he knows that we need a renewing and a cleansing and a blessing. And so I, I want to say today, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for, for giving unto me what I need. And I want to be good and diligent in following you today. And honoring you. I love what Brother Tim said. Jesus told the Pharisees that. The Sabbath wasn't made for man. It, was, it, was, it wasn't, or excuse me, man for the Sabbath. It was Sabbath for the man. It was so beautiful that God gave this to us as a blessing. Not as a, a curse. Not as a millstone hung around our neck and a yoke. It was made to bless us and to renew us. I look forward to seeing you. I, I wouldn't have any other place in this world that I want to be than with my family of God. Amen? Celebrating with you every week. 
coming together, even if it's virtually. Wednesday night was beautiful. We, we praised and lift up the Lord. And when I hear that, my heart is renewed. Isn't yours? When I hear about your wonderful victories, when I hear about your wonderful experiences, when I see how much you love the Lord Jesus, I'm encouraged and I'm renewed. Oh, that's how God created the family of God. May God bless you today. To our audience virtually, I love you in the Lord, our branch. We love you. Our, our saints here, our church family loves you. And wherever you are across this nation, we have many people that listen uh, outside of just Arizona. Oh, I pray that you would take seriously time and all of the wonderful things that Tim listed here to renew your spirit in more so than ever in this crazy world that we live in today. And I pray thee that it would give you strength, it would give you courage, and it would give you a determination to press on to the mark of eternal perfection. Amen? And so God bless you is my prayer. Want us to just close now? Okay, okay let's all rise. I'm going to ask Brother Brian to close us in prayer. Let us all pray. <clears throat> our righteous and eternal Father, we thank you, Lord, from the bottom of our heart for this opportunity that we have to be in thy house today. We thank you, Lord, for the message and the inspiration that you gave our brothers, even, Lord, that we might renew our soul day in and day out. And, oh, Lord, we know that we could depend upon thee that many times when we get discouraged or downtrodden that you are able to lift us up, Father, and give us the strength that we need even for another day. And I pray, O oh Lord, that even as we live in difficult times, Lord, that you would uplift and strengthen the church, that you would renew our brothers and sisters and our friends and those that we see from time to time, even that you will give us a message, Father, that would lift up even our brothers and our sisters in Christ. O oh Lord, I pray that your blessings would be upon us that we might be upon that solid foundation, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. So, Lord, we thank you for your word and for the message, Lord, that you gave us today. Help us, Lord, to take the time to have that inner strength, Lord. Be renewed day by day, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.